So now we're in front of the Elector Unity system, and this is really a, a game changer in the field, in the fact that you're able to see so much more than you ever could before. Welcome to Third Angle. In this episode, we meet a company creating cutting-edge cancer-fighting technology. I'm your host, Paul Hames, from industrial software company PTC. In this podcast, we share the moments where digital transforms physical and meet the brilliant minds behind some of the most innovative products around the world, each powered by PTC technology. Elector's radiation therapy machines are a thing of engineering beauty. Not only does the state-of-the-art tech inside literally save lives, but they also look breathtaking, crisp, white and futuristic. These Linax or linear accelerators take precision medicine to a new level, all part of Elector's strategy to give hope to everybody dealing with cancer. In the US, one in two women and one in three men will develop cancer in their lifetime. Thankfully, we're better able to fend off cancer now than ever before. Radiation therapy is playing an increasingly important role in the fight against the big C with advances in technology allowing us to better target and personalize our care. Our producer, George Powell, visited Electors HQ in the UK to meet Chris Flint, Remote Command Center Lead, part of the Remote Services team, and Chris Gilpin, Director of Service and Lifecycle Marketing. So Elector is a company that's really focused on precision radiotherapy solutions, which is really for the delivery of um, radiotherapy to cancer patients and we have several different ways of doing that um, with our different systems. We have external beam radiotherapy which is delivering radiation from outside the body inside to the tumour and we also have internal beam radiotherapy which is delivering radiotherapy directly into the tumour. So now we're in the executive briefing centre of our Cornerstone campus in Crawley and what we're looking at now is our latest linear accelerator called Harmony Pro. This is a system that's been designed specifically to allow hospitals to treat higher number of patients, get higher productivity, increased versatility in the way that they're treating different uh, tumor types and different patients. This is what we call a, a CT Linux. So um, the imaging modality we use here to be able to see the tumor is, is CT based. So CT as you'd expect in a, in a diagnostics um, facility in a hospital. We also have, and our latest innovation in Elector is what we call the MR Linac, and this is really a new frontier in radiotherapy, which is combining a linear accelerator with an MRI scanner. The benefit of that is that with MRI, we can actually see greater uh, visualization, especially of soft tissue, so areas of the body like the prostate, we're able to see much higher definition than ever before. This is an innovation, the MR Linac was something that many years ago people thought was impossible to combine a magnet where you get a magnetic field with radiotherapy with a radiation beam and actually the engineers at Electra have been able to, to combine the two things which really changes the game in terms of how we can deliver radiotherapy to cancer patients. So now we're in front of the Electra Unity system and this is the the new device that I mentioned which is the combination of the uh, linear accelerator plus the MR device. This is actually the, the first and only high-field MRI LINAC on the market with a 1.5 Tesla magnet, which is what you'd see in a diagnostic imaging department. 
And like I said, this is really a, a game changer in the field in the fact that you're able to see so much more than you ever could before. And the goal of radiotherapy, for those of the, that maybe aren't aware, is, is really twofold. It's to deliver as much radiation to the tumor as possible and as little radiation to the healthy tissue and, and organs at risk. So that's really what we want to achieve. And how we do that is twofold. We, we want to be able to shape the radiation beam, specifically to the tumor size, which is done through a combination of hardware and software. And also, we want to be able to see what we're treating. And our two modalities of CT imaging and also MR, MR being the gold standard, allows us to better do that so we can better shape the radiation to the tumor and we can avoid as much healthy tissue as possible. One of our key strategies at Elective right now is something we call Access 25. And this is all about helping facilities around the world to get better access to, to cancer care. There's some statistics out there from the World Health Organization that estimate new cancer cases are gonna grow from 18 million in 2020 to 28 million new cases by 2040. So we're seeing in every single part of the world cancer cases rising. And what we also see is there's a shortage of linear accelerators and it's estimated to be around a 15,000 gap in the number of Linux needed worldwide. And when you consider that 50 to 60% of cancer patients require radiotherapy as part of their treatment, we still see that some countries or regions around the world are underserved in the number of systems that they have per million population. One of our uh, drivers right now is, is how do we provide better access to care for these regions that need it more? We do that through our portfolio. We have different levels of product from more entry level, allowing centers to get up and running. Maybe they're starting a new radiotherapy program. Um, so this is one of our key drivers. One of the things that we have to bear in mind when we're doing this, of course, is that where we're in more remote parts of the world, how we're going to be able to service and maintain those machines moving forward especially in areas where maybe there isn't such um, the kind of workforce or the expertise in certain parts of the world. This is where tools like Intellimax also become really important, that we can, from a central location, we can monitor these machines, we can see what's happening, we can predict if there's going to be any downtime, or we can predict if something's going to happen that could potentially be, uh, be an issue for that customer. And then speaking to Unity as well, brand new innovation, brand new technology, releasing that out onto sites, there's going to be a lot of unknowns. So we're using Intellimax to collect a lot of data from those systems to understand some of either the pain points for interruptions or terminations as we call them to our customers. And then we're feeding those back through engineering and then fixing some of those underlying issues through product releases. And then we can see over time that the reliability of these machines has improved and we have the data to prove it. One of the most amazing things about Intellimax is that we can actually resolve more than 30% of product issues remotely now using this remote assistance, which actually avoids about over two hours of clinical downtime per predictive occurrence. And with 80% of our install base connected to Intellimax, this is having a massive impact on our ability to service systems and, and avoid this downtime that we've mentioned. So we've gone outside now? Yeah, so now we're just walking from our kind of main office building to the manufacturing facility, which is really just over the road. So it's very handy for us to, to be able to go and see the products and also take customers 
Customers love to be able to see how the systems are made. You know, often when they're installed in the hospital, they don't get to see all the kind of intricacies of the machine. So this is an area where they really get to see deep inside how the system is built up. My name is Mark Range. I'm the manufacturing manager for production here in Crawley. And this factory manufactures the linear accelerator. So in this area of the factory, this is what we call the main line. So basically it's the production flow line for the main linear accelerator. So this is where the, the large parts all come together. So as we progress further down the assembly line, as all of the parts are, are fitted, the machine comes to the, the final stage where we are now where uh, the machine is complete and it just goes through some basic checks. Once this is complete, it goes into one of the test bays along the, the back of the factory where we do all of the pre-test. And the pre-test is where we power up the machine for the first time. So it, it can be quite noisy in here. Um, this is our machine shop where we are machining the copper cells for the waveguides. So this is the agility test area. So. This is the, the beam shaping head, the MLC, which is the multi-leaf collimator. So the LINAC that you saw out in the production line, that is where we produce the radiation. And this device here, the multi-leaf collimator, does the final beam shaping before it, it's, it reaches the patient. So you can hear that noise in the background. What's going on here? We're running through some um, endurance testing on the agility head. And we basically have 160 tungsten leaves which can move independently to create the shape that is required for us to treat the specific size and shape of the tumour in the patient. I guess if we take a step back and just talk about how the uh, radiation is produced. So in the machine shop where we were we saw the copper cells being manufactured so they get brazed into a long tube where at one end we inject electrons and we accelerate electrons using RF down the length of the waveguide close to the speed of light. Those electrons are then focused and directed to a tungsten source where photons are produced and those photons are the radiation. At the point where it strikes the target, as it's known, it's producing photons in all directions. So there's a lot of lead and tungsten shielding to prevent it going where we don't want the radiation to go. And then these leaves, if we think of it, if, if just to try and describe a picture, we've got a bank on each side with 80 leaves on each side, which can close in to each other or pull out from each other. So basically, photons coming out in all directions, um, we shield all of that apart from where we want it to come out, and that is what the multi-leaf collimator does. It just opens or closes a shape to allow photons to pass through. Almost like theatre lights. You know, you can direct them with the kind of flaps at the sides. Yes, yeah, yeah, very much like that. These agility heads are also sold as upgrades. So every Linac that we produce will have one of these heads on them. But we also sell these as upgrades to some of the machines in the field which have older style heads on them. Yeah, so like I said, this is a very versatile head of the machine where you can treat both multiple targets, you can treat different tumour types. So it's a really, truly versatile solution. I think another thing to mention here is that you can see from the intricacies of the machine that it's really important that we have service contracts with customers. And this is really where the Intellimax piece comes in, that we can remotely monitor um, what's happening with the system because it is so intricate, it is so complicated. It's really important that we have those, those abilities. 
following on from that, the agility head is probably one of the one of the areas where we get most of our data items from. So if you're looking at this head here, there's seven or eight different components where we raise predictive maintenance cases on based on the data that we get out of the devices around the world. Predictive maintenance allows us to keep hospitals up and running longer. Um, the worst thing that can happen in a hospital is for the linear accelerator to go down. They have huge amounts of patients to treat. A lot of hospitals are under huge stress to treat, increasing number of patients. So with tools like Intellimax, it allows us to see in advance if something's going to go wrong or if we need to get in there and, and check a certain part on the system so that we can maintain uptime as much as possible and, and avoid any uh, missed patient treatments, which, which really we want to avoid. That was Chris Gilpin, Chris Flint and Mark Range from Elector. Now, because they're dealing with major life-threatening illnesses, Elector's Intellimax system is vital in allowing them to respond rapidly to issues and communicate quickly with their customers so treatments go uninterrupted. Intellimax runs on PTC's Internet of Things platform, ThingWorks. So let's find out more about it. Time to meet our expert, Howard Heppelman, who heads up PTC's ThingWorks division. Let's start with just a quick understanding of what ThingWorks does as a technology. So ThingWorks allows our customers to connect to devices that are placed in very remote areas of the field. In the case of Electa, we're talking about a hospital setting. But then by being connected to those devices, it really gives the product itself a voice that can report back and speak back to the engineers and service professionals at Electa always making them aware of the health status of that equipment. It also enables analytics that allow the, the customers to become predictive in their service offerings with their clients. So Electa has embedded ThingWorks in their devices. And by using ThingWorks, they're able to remotely monitor these devices across all the hospital settings where those devices are deployed and ensure that the health of those devices is performing as expected. And in many cases, actually get ahead of and predict where issues might have otherwise occurred and resolve those issues before they become interruptions in the hospital setting. For Electa, this level of service distinguishes them from other competitors uh, who are offering similar products because they're able to guarantee to their customers this high degree of availability, which in this case, the customer being a hospital, is then in turn able to embed into a much more predictable service to their patients and a much more effective uh, service to their patients. So for example, by remotely monitoring and connecting to this equipment, in the first year that Electa deployed this, they were able to identify 600 preventative actions that were carried out. And in terms of what that meant, it avoided interruption of treatments to more than 14,000 patients. So Electa has joined a large list of PDC customers who've become more and more service oriented. Why do you think that is? And what, what is it specifically that ThingWorks does to offer customers the ability to become more, more service-oriented? Yeah, well, I think if you take a look at what's happening in the service industry today, 
there is a major transformation going on. If we back up, you know, a few years ago, not so long ago, really most service was delivered in a break fix kind of model. Obviously, as we've already discussed, Electa now benefits from being able to be connected to these devices. And much of the service that they deliver is done remotely, avoiding uh, expensive truck rolls and more importantly for their customers, avoiding this critical downtime that would severely impact the hospital in the patient. And in fact, you know, 20% of the service issues that they are identifying have now been resolved uh, without dispatching a technician by remotely uh, servicing that equipment. But if we look forward, it doesn't stop there. Uh, really what we're seeing is a transformation of the service delivery process that ultimately for many manufacturers, and I'm sure Electa as well, is thinking about product as a service. Not just selling a customer a product and maintaining that product, but really dialing in on what their customers care most about, which is the outcome. And so we're seeing this transformation from the old break-fix model to currently a much more efficient and effective remote service and predictive service model. And ultimately, for many companies, it will end up in a product-as-a-service model. Thanks to Howard and thanks to Chris, Chris and Mark for giving us a glimpse behind the scenes at Electa. Please rate, review and subscribe to our bi-weekly Third Angle episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts and follow PTC on LinkedIn and Twitter for future episodes. This is an 1860 production for PTC. Executive producer is Jackie Cook. Sound design and editing by Oli Guillou. Location recording by George Powell and music by Rowan Bishop.